All right, welcome back, everybody. Four Fit Podcast, Metal Matt here. We've got the J Lo, we've got the Wild Bill, we got Big John Stud, even fellas. Hello. How's everyone doing? Hey. Great. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I mean, that's the appropriate uh, response. Uh, you know, coming off of a, uh, an ugly Phillies loss last night. But hey, who's pumped up? It's Red October, right? Red October. I, and guess what? We got we got game one. Phillies got what they needed. So we'll get into a little bit of that, right? Red October. And uh, the question is, are the Phillies primed for a World Series run? Uh, you know, I think the question still uh, is a valid one. Um, no matter what happened l- last night, I think we can all, you know, start to look beyond that and be excited that uh, the boys are coming back home. Uh, I think we've got the the greatest home field advantage in all of not just the MLB, but all of sports. I mean, Citizens Bank Park, boy, that's that's a that's a whole that's a whole other level of uh, of crowd uh, of home field advantage, crowd participation. Um, and then we'll get into, uh, you know, the birds, the five and O birds. Are we, uh, how are we feeling about the five, this five and O birds squad? Is it fool's gold or is this a legit, a legit five and O bird squad so far, uh, starting off the season hot. Uh, I, I know there's some mixed emotions there, so where do we want to start? Do we want to start right October? Because I, there's nothing like a Phillies postseason run. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, I'm never fucking wrong. The answer is it's not, there's nothing like a Phillies postseason run, right? And the Phillies started off red hot and red October took care of business, knocked the Marlins right back where they belong. And then they, they went in with an impressive game one win and then reality kind of set in a little bit last night um, with a quick series of events that did not favor the Phils, um, giving up. Are you a talking about Bryce Harper run basis? Oh, here we go. It, it didn't even take three minutes into the uh, podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm just where the Bryce bashing starts from from guy. from this one over here. Unbelievable. Maybe um, they should like paint. Maybe the guys paint the foul lines. They can paint like directionals for Bryce when he's running on the, on the, on right, the here we base, go. Base here we go. Hey, I've spoken yeah. to a lot of people about that play last night and I was, I was pretty mad at first, but I remember, I remember my feeling when he got to first base, I was like, there's no way he's not going to try to steal second. Like he, you know, Bryce, how aggressive he is. He, he ignores, he ignores his, all his coaches mm. and he just, you know, he's, he's a maniac. He, he wants to win that bad, but that's a me. It kind of bit him in the ass a little bit last night, but Hey, there's some people that, you know, it's, it really bothered. There's other people that was like, they were fine with it because they were like, Hey, you know, there was, there was a good chance that he wasn't getting to that ball. And if it, and if it hit off the wall, it, it was an easy score. He was scoring. So it was kind of like a bang, bang play. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't. They stranded up to that point. They stranded nine runners in that game. Harper was looking at it. They're they're losing. It's the ninth. To your point, that looked off the bat 
that looked like a ball into the gap that was going to careen off the wall. And he put his fucking head down and, and dug in and, and went for it. And the, the way I think the way he was looking at it was if he got only, if he only got the third, then it's first and third. And the way they've been hitting, they're probably going to hit into an inning ending double play. And that's the game. So put your head down and, and fucking go for it. And unfortunately it, it didn't work out. Right. Like like, it was the final nail in the coffin for yeah, the like, loss they, last they, night, but it wasn't the, I don't think it was the root of it. No, they, they stranded nine runners. Like you can't in the playoffs in a game that would give you a commanding lead in the series. You can't strun you can't strand nine runners. You can't. And you also can't make textbook errors too. Yeah, I mean is, beyond, you know, beyond the straining the runners thing, like you can't and and again, like the that Braves lineup is so ridiculous and and you you knew eventually they were going to start. They were going to get hot. They were, you like, knew they were just going to start rolling. So and shame on the Phillies for sure. And for, I, I think the Trey error like gave him the momentum. Oh yeah. We, we kept Wheeler in, which was the second mistake and they made us pay. Yeah. And you know what? Like, like you said, they're coming to Thunderdome. Like, and the minute that that game was over and the Braves are, you know, slapping each other on the back, like they've already won the series, making fun of Harper, making fun of the team. Like if there are, if there was one team in baseball that had a bunch of dumb jocks on it that you in that you don't want to like piss off and give any extra motivation to play even harder. It's this dumb bunch of jocks that, that play on our team. Like they'll run through a fucking wall now if they, to, to win this thing, like it doesn't matter. And the crowd is going to be, the crowd would have been ridiculous as it is. Now that the fact that the Braves are talking shit, like the crowd is going to be turned up to another level. And I don't think the Braves are prepared for what they're about to walk. I just saw a quote. I don't know if it's true. I don't know. I'm I'm hoping one of you guys could verify this or if it was just noise on the internet. It was a quote by Chase Utley. It said, there's one thing the Atlanta Braves have never done and that's beat the Phillies in the postseason." Is that true? Probably. Like he's not talking about games. He's talking about like a series, you know, probably, you know, we, I mean, we didn't make the playoffs all that often. Yeah. But I, I thought they got us in like the nineties one time or like the, we the playoffs once in the nineties. And that was 93. We went to the world series. Yeah. We smoked. So, yeah. So then I guess that's, I guess. And Oh seven, we lost to the Rockies. In the wild card round, 08, we won the series. 09, we lost to the Yankees in the World Series, and, and then we lost to the uh, to the Cardinals the next year. No, uh, no, we lost to the Giants. In the, the, that's right, the Giants. And we lost to, to the, the Cardinals. Actually, I lost to the Giants two years because we made the playoffs five years in a row, and we went to what the. What was World the hundred the hundred win team lost to the Cardinals? Yeah, that was in 2011. That was the okay. last year we made the playoffs, and then yes, as crowd. Um, yeah, no, I mean, and so since, yeah, I mean, that's probably not a factual. Now, I don't know how often we played them. We played them last year and then this, you know, so I don't think we played them too, too often. So, um, I mean, that, 
you know, I, I would, I think that's probably a factual statement. That but, is a factual statement according to the internet. But sure, and it must be true. <laughs> sure. uh, don't don't even, don't even fact check it. Yeah, Thank you to the research true. department here at Forfeit. So fast forward like almost twenty four hours from now. What what's happening at Citizens Bank Park? Are we are 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 we retaliating? Or do the Braves still have momentum? Oh, what they, do you they, think? I what think, do you think's going to happen? I think either way, no matter what. I mean, obviously, I'm personally still. Nola's pitching, right? Nola is starting for us, and they are either um, using. They're either doing a bullpen game or they're starting with a guy that's got like a nine and a half run ERA. So like a gas can. They're 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 putting out a gas can and hoping it doesn't catch on fire. Not that losing any game in the playoffs, because now, I mean, I'm still devastated that we lost. Because, but four runs isn't like we blew a nine-run lead. Four runs, yeah. it's not. It's not. I and mean, also, it wasn't like we were up four nothing in the eighth and gave up five runs. I mean, they chipped away. The Phillies never win game two, and, uh, and that's accurate too. Um, and I think the biggest thing it's. Like we, I mean, yes, we wanted to win this game, game two, but you're not going to sweep the Braves. They're the best team in baseball, the best offense since what the 27 Yankees statistically. Yeah, they're ridiculous. I don't know if that's and um, uh, I think the reality is this game three is the series. If we win tomorrow, we win the series. If the Braves win, I think we're in a tough spot. So um, what? What Aaron Nola are we going to get tomorrow? That's the question. I mean, yeah. he. He he pitched he he pitched arguably better than Wheeler against the Marlins in game two. He I mean, did. I Bra- I agree. The Braves do better against left-handed pitching. You know, you take away Olsen and Alvis, but you know, their their strength of their lineup are right-handed hitters who who are very aggressive, and it's just a matter of if Nola doesn't leave any meatballs, because basically Zach left one meatball, one hanging slurve, and one cream so puff. Arnold put it in the seats. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think he should have been pulled after that Olsen leadoff hit because he wrote that to center, which means they were on his shit, his stuff. So like, you can't put shit back in the donkey. The game's over. Yep, it's done. It's done. But I think um, I think we need to come out and put up a crooked number early. To get them to get to, to get those to just get their mouth shut because they're totally a front-running team. They were all mopey and this and that until and, and you know, they, and, and they won. They played they, they played better than us. I mean, it's in game two. I mean, there's no, you know, other way to say it. They won the game. It wasn't like they won on a bad call or anything. Right. But they're not like a rah rah. Like there's no team leader. Like they were talking about it once. Freddie Freeman. And uh, 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 Dan B. Swanson, this shortstop they had last year, like those, those were their Schwarber and you know JT, like their leaders. So I think the reality is is we need Noel to come out, have a good first. I think I, I keep it simple. Don't let him score any runs in the first inning and keep, take the lead keep again. the pressure. Keep the pressure on him too. No, I think stay that, aggressive. 
Jesse said it in the first – yesterday we had nine left on base. In the first inning, we had four hits and one run. You cannot have four hits against the Braves in one inning and score one run. I'm sorry. I don't, you have to score more than one run when you get four hits. Part of that is, I'll tell you what, I – you know, it's easy to sit here and be a Monday morning or whatever you want to say. It's easy watching television. I know it might have been a bang bang play, but once again, our fucking – Amazing third base coach Dusty held Cassianos on that hit in the first inning. And yeah, it could have been a bang bang play and it could have ended the inning, but it also could have been two nothing and a different vibe. And I, I think we have to stop playing so passive on these scoring plays. If we're going to steal bases left and right, why not send guys from second? I mean, Nick's not Trey Turner fast, but he's not all season, but he's not Kyle Schwarber running either. He can move. I mean, yeah. he has some legs. And, so it's, with, I'm, I'm questioning, like, I really don't like our third base coach right now. I really, really don't like Dusty. I think he's doing a terrible job in the playoffs. I'm not and, saying the reason we lost, but I'm not happy with him at all. And, like, if you constantly are sending guys, there's a chance that they're going to airmail air a throw. Their left fielder, they were saying, even Frank Core, which – it's amazing how we get fucking John Smoltz announcing games or fucking Jeff Francoeur fucking Brave Central. Literally yeah. boomers. I mean, when, when Riley hit that home run, that's like they were screaming as if they were on the fucking Brave dugout. Which, like they won the World Series. Like nobody's talking about that either. When JT hit home run, they're like, oh, JT with a drive to center. Oh, two-run home run. Philly's up here. And I mean, granted, Austin Riley's home run was a bigger one. But even the one that uh, uh, Darnold hit, I mean, they were screaming like it was fucking Mickey Mantle off the plate. It's like, well, well yeah, these announcers aren't too biased. Oh, wait, Jeff Fancourt played for the Braves for 10 years. Oh, what a coincidence. So, you know, that's a little disappointing in the playoffs having, you know, not – well, I'm not – again, not, I'm not being whatever, but I think it's, I think it's just poor coaching because the left fielder for the Braves has a rag arm, and yet we were still afraid to make a play in the first inning – and abyss. So I, I think it's I, I I definitely I feel like I'm on the fence with this Topper and coaching staff magic from last year because I think Topper made all the right moves in game one, but made several bad moves in game two, which you know. But that baseball, it's not like football where one bad day costs you your season. Um, but game three tomorrow is the series because if we win that game. I think we win game four and it's over. Uh, I, I didn't want to speak the other way and put it in the universe, but tomorrow is the series, in my opinion. So with that said, are we walking away with a W? Absolutely. I think we are. I, 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 think, I think the way this Philly team's been all year watching them, like we all have, this isn't the first time we've blown a big lead. I mean, we've blown six nothing leads and lost games all year, like, this bullpen pitched amazing in game one. They pulled a rabbit out of their hat. But the reality is, is once you get past Schreider, the Braves don't have a strong pitching staff or bullpen. And they were walking guys up and right. We, we, we scored on, um, who was it, Yates came in. We, we got to run off of him. I think, I think we're going to put up like, a, like an eight spot. And we're gonna, we're, the bats are going to come out tomorrow. And I, I think I think we're going to win this game and take control of the series again. The bats are coming out. The the towels are going to be swirling. It's going to be bedlam down in the Thunderdome. Yeah, Citizens Bank Park tomorrow night. 
John. I don't like about it is John, get that Bryce Harper jersey out of the closet that you've been hiding from us. I know you have it. I don't hide you it. Have it. It's in the bathroom. I use it as toilet paper. <laughs> use it when, you, when, when, when they're when they're running, running low on getting them cut up. Uh, my question is: is why is it, why is this a five oh seven game when there's yeah? It's so weird. I'm gonna have to drink on the job. I'm start drinking at two. The other game. Well, the other game was at two. The um, the uh, what's a nuts game? There's another game at two tomorrow. Yeah. Wasn't one of the games or- streaming on Max too? Wasn't one of the games on like, or did I hear that wrong? I, I think it's, I think this whole division series is on TBS, but I, I don't know if I'm hundred percent sure. Because ESPN, John, has, what's the internet say about that? Because because um, ESPN had the wild card round, but I think TBS has it from here on out. That like the rest of the playoffs is on TBS. I'm pretty sure. I think I don't. I, I could be wrong. Unless Fox has the World Series, but I know last year was all on TBS because Smoltz called. I remember Smoltz calling it, calling the Houston games for a World Series game from Smoltz. FS1, Fox, Fox, FS1, TBS, FS1, Fox, TBS. Here, in addition to live sports, arrives in time for the Major League Baseball playoffs with the National League Division Series kicking off on October 7th. For HBO Max subscribers, hmm. so interesting, odd, right? Yeah, I mean, I, odd. I mean, HBO was always a boxing thing. I mean, I remember HBO always had like the big heavyweight out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, I think it's um, no, I, th- I think it's uh, yeah. I'm just surprised it's not a primetime eight o'clock game because they purposely moved both both Miami games to. Eight o'clock because MLB and I've been reading about this. MLB knows Philadelphia has arguably the best crowds, like for baseball, and they wanted that for prime time, like both those Marlin games. They yeah, made, they, they made I, sure. I don't think it's one of. I think it's the best because, no, like, I mean, it's Cubs and Wrigley gets pretty intense. But I think I think Citizens Bank these last two years have really, really, really stepped up. Um, game one was electric against the Marlins. Game. I mean, no one really sits down for like the first three innings. No, like I mean, it's well because I mean, a it's hard to when people in front of you are standing, you got to stand to see, so it's kind of yeah. cause and effect. Yeah, you have to stand, but you're also nervous and excited where you don't want to sit. I mean, maybe you sit between right. innings to kind of catch your breath and pound the beer and the dog, but you know, it's I think once the pitches start flying, it's like all right, get get up and let's go, boys. Girls, yep. yep. So yeah, no, um, it's um, yeah, no. I think, I think, I think that I, like I said, I think this, and we can end it, whatever. But I think this Phillies team is so veteran and so focused. Like if we were a bunch of young guys, I think that yesterday would have really set them back. But I think, I think they know the way I view it is they probably played the worst game out of the four games in the playoffs so far, hands down. And they only lost by one run to the best team in baseball, and they played a shit game. So who do you think sets? Who do you think sets it off tomorrow? Who do you think sets it off tomorrow? Like, I think Kyle's do. Like, Kyle's Kyle's do for like a big knock. I think they're all gonna hit. I I think. I think depending on who goes for the for the Braves, I think we. I I think we're gonna wear them out. We just need Nola 
That first inning for Nola, we need pivotal, him to pivotal. shut them down quick and get let the bats get going quick on our end. Like I think that's that first inning um, is key to kind of get get through Acuna, you know, Olsen, their their big dogs quick, and then let our big dogs come eat. And I think we need to make a statement. I would love to see a Swerber bomb start the game off. Y- yeah. Like, like, at least within one, the first like three innings. Game one against Strider, the best pitcher, yep. one of the best pitchers in baseball. So, yeah, hopefully they throw a rag arm out there, like Jesse said. And we just, I mean, either way, because I don't think Morton's pitching to see hurt, Jesse. What's that? Morton hurt. Uh, I think, isn't he the one with the blister on his hand or whatever? Next three yesterday, but Morton, I thought, I didn't know if Morton was hurt or. Yeah, I, I, he's, I don't believe he's going. Yeah, something's something going on with him, but he was their third, like, big guy this year, but I don't think he's available this series for some reason. So, yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, you know, this could be their bullpen game, and, I mean, the bullpen pitched good so far. I mean, but the, the bullpen only had to pitch two innings in game one, and then they only had to pitch – well, they pitched a lot yesterday, but I think, I think it's going to be like how – yeah, I think we're going to get to them. I think we're going to put up an eight spot, and we're going to walk away with the W. Yeah, I also think that like when you have guys like Kyle who are is like, you know, a fan favorite, so it gets every you know, it it's different than if say, you know, Stott is, you know, crushes one. I you know, grand slam aside, that was electric, but like you, you know, certain guys in the lineup, you know, when they when they're hitting and and they and they're crushing the ball and they're and they're hitting bombs, it's just a different type of electricity and it does different things for the lineup. Right. I feel like if, if, Schwar- if Schwarber is cooking the deeper lineup guys, it, it, I, I think it gives them a little bit more confidence, you know? No, um, it's, I mean, I think any home runs big, but, and this isn't meant to poke at anybody on here specifically, but I think if Bryce goes yard, the stadium's going to erupt. Like, Oh yeah. The, 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 the stadium's going to move uh, six inches again. If you know. Bryce puts one out tomorrow, like in a good spot, like, you know, in the first inning or like, you know, if it's tied, I, I think if Bryce launches one, it's going to, the stadium's going to fucking just rumble. Yeah. I, and that's, that's the point I was getting at is like, you know, Bryce hitting one out, Schwarber hitting one out, JT hitting one out is, is it, it it's different. It's a different energy than say a Castellanos. Not that like, we wouldn't go, you know, crazy for it, but it, like you said, any home run's a good home run. But there's just certain guys that, when they're feeling it, it's just, it's almost like. I mean, think uh, about it. Yesterday, they left uh, AJ Minter in, who doesn't go two innings because they have one of the best closers in baseball, and they were afraid to have him pitch against Bryce in the ninth. I mean, they lived, yeah. that closer never comes in when the inning started. The last time he did was against the Phillies last year. They said, in, I think in the playoffs and we, they, they were up, they were, uh, up four to two, the Braves. And then we won that game when he came in, he gave up two or three runs. Like they changed their whole pitching scheme on the back end that you don't do for Bryce. Like he has that cachet. So I think, I mean, he played okay. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to rehash the running stuff. I mean, you can't kill a guy. He walks home if that ball doesn't get caught. So it's a tie game. Um, he, he took a chance. He took a chance and it backfired. But 
I'd rather that than than just shit, pussyfoot and shit on the base pass. So listen, you know, if you know, like you said, we won game one. We we wanted to get greedy, get game two. We didn't blow a nine run lead. You know, four runs against the Braves is like we saw yesterday is nothing. And four runs against us is nothing with our offense. So, you know, we knew we were coming in and we weren't going to win every game three to two. Like, we're going to have to put up an eight spot to win tomorrow probably. Like, they're not going to go quietly. But we just have to have won it more. But we're going to see if uh, big game Aaron can show up. John, anything to add before we uh, shift gears here? I know you're you're just... Well- just Chomping make sure at the bits Bryce Harper and... doesn't run through any more coaches' signals anymore. That really is uh, <laughs> that's really great. Well, I, I can tell you one thing: when he does run through the coach's signal, he he scores. So, you know. yeah, you don't, I don't think you really want a player doing that, regardless of salary or position on the team. You really don't, good, and I agree. Really, like, it's really but, not a good. But I think the coach was. I mean, Bryce walked home, and the coach saw him. Like and I'm and I and I'm not trying to be like deterred about it, but like Dusty had done a horrible job in the playoffs managing third base. Like he held Kyle that one game when Kyle could have scored easily against the Marlins. Like it's like I think Bryce doing that was almost like an eye opener. Like what the fuck are we doing at third? Like our whole motto is be aggressive, put the pressure on, and then when. We come near third base. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. It's like. Well, I think Kyle Schwarber is a bad example. I mean, the reason why he's not in in the outfield is he he runs like Jesse. No, and I get it. Kyle, I mean, Kyle's the exception. Fast as fuck, boy. (laughs) (laughs) He know he is, but Bryce is. So I don't don't think rolling him around third. Players. I don't think rolling him around third with a great. Great knee is. Uh, well, he goes there. I think Kyle's mentality is I'm going to truck. Oh, well, no, you're not allowed to truck a catcher anymore, I guess. You can't right. truck him. Can you, Jesse? What? Can you no, truck a catcher? No. If, I mean, if they're blocking the plate before the ball comes, yeah, you can truck them, but you, because the catcher has to give you um, a lane. A lane. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I feel like that's what Kyle's built for. Like, oh, come on, baby. <laughs> Big daddy's coming. <laughs> this is, this might not be an apples to apples. Uh, analogy for running through a coach's sign or staying aggressive running or taking a chance on the base path and staying aggressive. Like you guys are talking about, but it's almost like when an NFL team, you know, it's, it's fourth and three, fourth and two, and they need to get something going, you know, and they need to, they need a momentum swing and they go for it and they're okay. You know, dying on that, you know, falling on that sword, um, but they know they're taking a chance and they know there's a chance that it might not work out, but if it does work out, it could, it could make a lot of good things happen. And I think, I don't know. I think playoff baseball, the will to win being aggressive. I think it's something that I would like to see rather than, you know, being a little bit more conservative, especially against to your point, Bill, you know, th- this is the best offensive team in baseball, y- you know, uh, historically even. So it's, you got to stay aggressive. You got to put up, you know, three runs. Isn't going to do it Four runs. As yeah. you just saw last I, night, it's I not going to disag- do it. I don't disagree. Being aggressive is important. However, at the end of the day, like you're supposed to, I, I would assume as a major league baseball player, listen to your coaches. I mean, the equivalent, like you're saying, I mean, that's like a coach making a play call. Yeah. But if Nick Sirianni, calls a play and Jalen goes, nah, 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 nah. I'm going to call this one instead. 
I think everyone in the city would would think differently. If Bryce Harper runs through that sign and gets out, we're talking differently. Well, I mean, it, well, and I, I've also been heard. I'm no baseball expert by any means. I know a little something, but like in that, at that point in the base path, right? I mean, I've been told. I've talked to a, a few people about that who have a little bit better, you know, expertise with baseball. They, they were telling me that, you know, at that point, Bryce had the best look on the ball. Like it was, it was Bryce's decision ultimately. Yeah. The coach, the, the third base coach is going to, you know, make his call, but like Bryce rounding third there, he ultimately at that point, it's, it's Bryce's, it's, 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 it's Bryce's decision there. I don't know if that's right. I don't know if I was given, you know, misinformation, but he was coach Bryce flipping off that helmet. Just got John all fired. Oh yeah. He's such a boner. <laughs> such a boner. Oh, Come on, you guys know that as soon as that happened, you guys rolled your eyes too. You know it. No, I was like, I was like, I love this. I was like, I, 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 I throw your helmet off, Matt. Come on. I was like, let's fucking go. Let's fucking yeah. Okay. Go. Okay. And everyone here that's playing, you're not supposed to look at the ball. You're supposed to look at your coach. So I mean, I guess that's changing the major leagues. Fine. And you make three hundred million dollars. I guess you can do whatever you want. But again, I think the outcome, if the outcome of that's different, we're having a different conversation. Where, whereas last night, same thing, right? He over oversteps his bounds there, shouldn't be rounding the bases, should be a little smarter. And what happens? He's he's feeling the brunt of it. Well, I mean, in, in his defense, that the replay of it off the bat, every angle, it looked like it was gonna I thought it was going out. And there's a time to be smart. And talking about Bill's point, if game three works out in your favor, no one's talking about it. But if game three doesn't turn out in your favor, everyone's going to be like, well, we, we pinpointed on blowing a lead and having shitty base running. But again, like they stranded nine runners. Like yeah, that's and also, the, I don't, I honestly don't think that was the, the key like hiccup there. I mean, I think leaving, leaving Wheeler in and not pulling them when he could clearly tell he was throwing cream puffs, it was like, yeah, I'm, I'm the worst baseball player. I'm the worst, worst player, worst baseball player ever. And I probably could have hit that ball. I really, 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 really got ner- Thought we were We were fucked. And it's easy to sit here and say, Oh, I felt it was when Trey had that error and yep. kind of scored on first from that walk. It and gave it the Braves everything, fun, but that got them so juiced up getting that run across and it broke the ice for him. Literally handed them a run on a walk and an error, like literally a little league error, second base. Like that's again, you can't play baseball. It's more than just one play, but that play in my gut was the first time I was like, fuck this game's not over yet. Like that changed everything in the game, giving them that one run because now it was like, okay, we finally scored. We can do this. You know, and but I mean, baseball. That's the thing. Of baseball. It's so many games. So it, it's it's a, it's a mental sport, and we got a lot of high price guys. And they last year, like Jesse said, and even the World Series year, I I can almost bet an OE and most of those runs. I I, I saw that. I think we're like I want to say like we're eight and two the last years in the playoffs at home, but I think we're like. 21 and 
five or 21 and seven in game ones in the playoffs. And like, we're like four and 14, like four and whatever in game twos. Like we don't, they're, game twos. they're terrible in game two. So I think part of it is, is, you know, we knew we had game one. The goal was just to get one. So we don't got to go back to Atlanta. But the reality is, is when you're up in the sixth inning, four, nothing, you only need 12 outs. It's like, come on guys, you know, get it but, done. but the Braves won 105 games for a reason. I mean, they're, they're not just going to crawl away and go, go away on nothing. I mean, they won game two last year, three, nothing. After we had an amazing seven, six win in game one, where Nick made that amazing play in right field to save the game. Um, and then they came back and they came back out and put up three on Wheeler in the sixth and we lost. It was zero, zero going into the sixth and they put up a three spot on him and we lost three, nothing. So we came back the next game and I think we won like nine to one in game three, the next game. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, I think we're resilient. It's just, uh, you know, um, yeah, well, no. We're feeling good going into the next game. We're going. We're feeling good going into game three. I do. I was ready to pop a roof last night, but settled. <laughs> we we came back down. It's good. Came back down, and you know, and and I'm also excited because I have a five and zero football team. Well, that's just it. I mean, we're feeling Absolutely. good. We're, fe- we're feeling good about the Phillies going into game three. So switching gears over to the birds, uh, our five and zero birds. I might add. Um, are we feeling good about the five and O birds is the big question. Some of uh, us, I mean, yeah. some of us, some of us already than, put their <laughs> chair on the front more, street more than others. Some of us more than others. Um, but it's like, yeah, we're five and O, but are these wins satisfying wins and you guys know what I'm talking about there. Like, you know, when it doesn't matter if we're watching the Eagles, Sixers, Flyers, Phillies, you watch a team, you watch the Sixers go out and, and it doesn't happen often these days, I'm going to tell you, but you see the Sixer. Yeah. What's a Sixer? (laughs) Uh, you, you, you see him go out and, and, and get a convincing win, right? They, they, it is, it is a, uh, a dominant performance. Uh, there's, they, 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 they play well. Um, they see, they see, they see the game through. I mean, looking back at some of these, these games that the Eagles are are winning, I mean, they're winning them, but are they seeing them through? Are they convincing wins? Are they satisfying wins? Are they dominant wins? Uh, 34, 34, 31 victory in overtime against a commander's team. Like, is that a convincing win? Um, you know, d- the Philadelphia Elliots winning 23 to 14 in LA, uh, is that a convincing win? I, I don't know. Uh, what do you guys, who, who wants to take the baton here? Oh, because oh. the schedule doesn't get any easier after, I mean, and we can't look past the jets. The jets have proven to, to have some dog in them. So, and, and I have their defense on my furniture team. So I hope to have some dog in them. So here's go ahead. Every week they've looked better. They've gotten a little better every week. This is the best. Our offense has looked all year. Our special teams started out terrible and now they're, they're playing. They've had like three back to back to back knock on wood. Very good performances from the special teams. Um, 
Jake Elliott's automatic. Uh, that's cool. Uh, the Rams, we pitched a defensive shutout in the second half of the game. That's cool. Um, the last hey, time. Hey, Bill, we, Dallas Goddard showed up. Dallas Goddard showed up. Uh, we lead the league in uh, time of possession. The last time the your your team, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, led the league in time of possession, uh, they won a Super Bowl. So that's a that's a fun stat. Um, Jalen Carter looks like he could be defensive player of the year. That's awesome. Guess who's uh, back? Can we stats answer the back sound after every one of these? Stats, bullets? stats, huh? stats are stats, stats are up. back. Back again. So guess and, who's back? You know guess who's back? We I early you know in the chat. That's <clears throat> You know there was there was a lot of noise being made about the teams that you know that the Eagles played, and we haven't really played any world beaters. Uh, the only other five and O team right now um, played the world beater uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. They almost lost to the Rams. We played the Rams better than they did. Um, they played the world beater New York football giants. They played another world beater team in the uh, Arizona what's a world beater. What, yeah. What's a world dude, beater. It, it, what is it? Huh? I, like they're, I mean, it's amazing that the Niners are five and O considering they must be playing, you know, five and O teams every week. Um, they, they dominated the Cowboys. I mean, you look at those games, arguably the only game that they played that there was a team that was re- even remotely good was the Cowboys. And at this point, can we even say that the Cowboys are any good? Because you look at who they played the first time they played anybody good, they got dismantled and they lost to the Cardinals. So four defensive starters on the game against the 49ers. What, but what, but what team have we have have the Eagles played that are, that's, that are, who who are good. That's my point, Matt. That's my point. Buccaneers, they're three and one. But my point isn't that, you know, we're playing a tougher schedule. It's that while the Niners look good right now, like let's pump the brakes. They're five and oh, we're five and oh. Yeah, but I don't care about the Niners. I care about I, the Eagles. I understand that. I'm just pointing out that in the group chats, there was, you know, oh well, who have we played? It doesn't matter. We're still five and oh. Yeah, but right, we're, about to, here, we're, we're, we're about to we're we're about to play this a bullshit word salad over here. We're we're I, about to play a lot of good teams, though. That's like great, but we haven't lost yet. So like Let's enjoy having a five and a football team for a little while, right? Like, oh no, I mean, listen. Let's also let's also take a step back, and when you're going to spout out things like what who the 49ers played, let's look at the 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 uh, points I that know what a, I also want to know what a world beater is. Uh, uh, Jesse, tell them what a world beater is. Like you know the the dominant st- team. He's being dominant team. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was being for our listeners. We need some clarification here. I was being facetious. Like they played the Steelers. The Steelers are terrible. They played the Steelers and the Steelers only scored a touchdown. That's great. We played the the Patriots. We gave them 23 points. Okay. We played the Rams and they scored 14 against us. They played the Rams and scored 23. All right. Keep going. 12 points against the Giants. They're the Giants. They're terrible. And you still gave them 12. Okay. <laughs> they played the Cardinals and they scored okay, 16. The point differential, I'm not going to spout out and have our listeners fall asleep on the point differential. The, the Saints gave the Patriots zero points this the, weekend. 
Right. So, I mean, the point differential here is, is factual. The 49ers defense is much better for a points differential uh, percentage than the Eagles. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. So regardless of whether you're saying we play, we're playing B, C level teams, like the dominant, the dominant team here is the 49ers over the, over the Eagles from a status perspective. So, you know, we can argue till we're blue in the face, but the fact is when you're giving, when you're holding teams to a touchdown and we're giving up touchdowns and field goals, um, a little, a little concerning to me, but I mean, you know, are you at least Scott happy that they pitched a, a shutout in the second half? Am I happy that they pitched a, how about the first half? They well, only allowed 14 points in the, t- in the entire game. Like that's pretty good, John. I, I would rewind you back to the commander's game, which didn't feel very, really good either. So again, we have this roller coaster Eagles effect of our defense where we look good one game and then the next game we're a, we're a two point conversion or field goal away from losing. Uh, another game where we look really good. Oh, second half we don't give any points up. Great, awesome. Next game we we well, just we make the Jets look like the. Uh, I mean, let's also be, let's also be honest. Like we've gotten hit pretty pretty bad by the injury bug on the defense, whereas the Niners have been pretty clean when it comes to defensive injuries so far. Like. We're way down the depth chart on line at linebacker, at safety, at corner, at slot corner. Like, I like to add a point on on on, on Jesse's side of the the glasses half full. I would love. We, we, I mean, we don't have to do it, but we could if it felt like it. I would love to go through last year's schedule because I remember games against the Colts where we had to score a last touchdown drive against a four win team to win. The Texans we were losing the entire game to. Davis Mills, we had to come back in the fourth quarter on a last drive. We weren't world beaters last year. Yeah, we beat a couple teams by a lot, but we won 13 games against nobodies. And we barely won a lot of those games by one score or less. So not to mention that we have two new coordinators that I think a positive side is the offense is getting better and better. This is clearly Jalen's best game. It wasn't a perfect game. But it was his best game that he distributed the ball a little better, just saw the field better. Um, I, I, I think that it's, yes, there's reason not to, like, say, hey, let's book a Broad Street day off yet from the team. But it's also, this is a league that we always talk about any given Sunday. I mean, look at the Bills losing to the Jags. They were the number one team in football, just did, just trounced the Dolphins. And, oh, look out, it's going to be Buffalo and San Fran. Look out. And they got beat by, by Trevor Lawrence, you know. So it's, it's, it's one of those that, you know. Jags, yeah, Jags are putting together some football games, though, lately. Yeah, but the Jags, also, Jags also lost to the Texans at home by two touchdowns two weeks ago. I mean, like, my point is this, that. Everybody, the 49ers have always been one of those sexy teams. They're a storied franchise. Montana is one got to go in and do it. You know, they got five rings. They're like, they're one of the epic Steelers, Cowboys, you know, Patriots, you know. They're, the, they're a legacy team. Legacy team. Thank you. And the Eagles have become that gold standard, <laughs> self-given name, but don't, but don't have the hardware to back it up. So I get the reservation on John's part, but at the same time, uh, yeah, I mean, you hear Brock Purdy's 10-0, but did Brock Purdy finish the season last year? No, he couldn't get through the game against us. He couldn't, he couldn't even get through, get through the quarter. 
I mean, yeah, he's 10 and 0 as a starter. That's great. What's Jalen? Jalen's what, 22 out of his last 23 games? He's won in the regular season. I mean, that's tough. I'll take 22 and 1. I, I, I don't want to throw a bad stat out there, but something like that. The games that he started the last two years, he's only had one loss. And that was against the Redskins, I believe, last year. Um, so it's, I, I, I feel like, you know, yes, there's reason to be concerned. The defense is not buttoned up yet. I think it's, I, I, I think there's some de- 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 deficiency, then maybe it'll cost us, but. How about, rank, how about Bill? How about rank 27th in red zone touch scoring? No, that's, 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 that's an issue. I will like that, say, that, that's a huge issue. Like that's not a, that's not a red flag. That's, that's I used a, to say, John, that on Sunday, if we didn't kill the clock and we decide to run it in for a touchdown, that doesn't make us 18th. Like, like this early on, a score here and there can like we could have scored 30 in that game. We tried to kill the clock. Like so. So my question to you is: If we won 30 to 14, would you have felt better if we punched it in when we had first and goal at the nine and this basically took a knee every play by handing it to Gainwell? Like, would that have made you feel better winning 30 to 14 as opposed to 23 to 14? I think they need to find and get in the red zone as much as possible. Yes. Absolutely. And and that's the one glaring issue. And I saw one thing that's really interesting is Swift in like red zone opportunities. Swift is like six of nine. Well, that's part of two, Jesse. If, you know, last and, year we were riding miles in the red zone more, but we're in this for the long game and Swift hasn't played a full NFL season. So we can't so, get 25 carries a game. Well, so in the red zone on plays that Swift goes in, he's like six of nine. And it was like touchdown, 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 field goal, touchdown. And then, you know, it, it's ridiculous. And then like Gainwall was like, two of 10 or something like that. And you're like, and it was like turnover on downs, field goal, field goal, field goal, turnover on downs, punt. And, and like all these different things. And you're like, I don't understand this because I mean, I agree. I mean, I'm with John in the sense that red zone field goals equal losses against better teams. Correct. Play with it against, you get away with it against, I mean, the Rams can be a playoff team just so we're clear. Like they're two and three, but the wild card the losses are to the Eagles and us. I mean, that's. I mean, they they could be a playoff team. I mean, my my point was more. I don't understand how you. Uh, granted, it's very early, but like when you have one running back who, when he's on the field with the ball in his hand, he scores, and then you have the other one that basically trips over his own two fucking feet. Once they get into the red zone, why the fuck do they keep running out? gain well like i'd much rather have in the red zone have my question too is why don't we give boston scott or penny some run yeah or or i don't know use some of your physicality or size or speed in the red zone it's like we look dominant from the 20 to the 20 you think that's play calling you think that's brian johnson not knowing how to run a red zone offense guys yeah I mean, again, again, he's only been a quarterback's coach up to this point. So like, hopefully he's still putting it together and he's going to figure it out and and we'll be fine. But I I just don't understand how we have arguably the top two wide receivers in football. We have a top, what top, top six, top seven tight end in Dallas Goddard. And one of our wide receivers is built like a brick shit house and he's gigantic. Your tight end is built like a brick house brick shit house and gigantic. And then you have a wide receiver that can catch everything. 
with those three guys, how are we not scoring touchdowns? I, it's like we get into the red zone and we do these dumb fucking gimmick plays like these, like the, the, these weird zone fucking reads that the defense knows. I I heard today they were talking about, and one of the things that said the Rams do and that part of the NFL is, yeah, even the coordinators who make a lot of money and they, and they adjust, and they were saying that defenses are learning how to combat Halen and Jalen learning. They do a lot of motion on defense, and with the guy, you know, Seth Turner was talking about it, about how he was impressed with Jalen this Rams game because the Rams do a lot of motion, like um, to try to throw quarterbacks' eyes off of things and this and that. And part, I mean. We, you know, we're excited with him and everything, but this is still his what third year in the league as a starter. He's not a, a nine-year veteran, you know. To where I mean, Jalen's still, you know, he's a new offensive coordinator. It's his third offensive coordinator in three years. He goes from Dougie P to Nick Sirianni to Shane Sexton. It's his fourth. So it's his yeah. fourth coordinator in four years in the league. That has to factor in a little bit. And then you know, and then B. It's I, I I don't and not that this is like a huge thing, but I highly doubt he has audible like for like leeway. I think he they call a play in and that's the play you're going to run. And I think that's something maybe as he matures, whether it's this season or next, or whatever, that they give him the leeway. And, you know, me I, I mean I'm sure he has a couple of checkdowns he can go to if he really hates the line, whatever. But I think with Jalen and 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 I mean I get why because we're paying this guy. 200 million dollars it's this is his third full year starting in the league and it's like his success has vaulted him to be you have to be pat mahomes every week and it's like well there's only one pat mahomes yeah you're, you're getting every team's every week the eagles are now getting they're not sneaking up on anybody no. they're getting every team's best fucking shot yeah I also think to Matt's point, like we start, we start to start, we start to start, we start playing much better teams, in my opinion. Everyone here is going to roll the eyes of the Jets. The Jets have a good defense. I don't care what anybody says. They were a Super Bowl caliber team with Aaron Rodgers, according to many pundits. in the AFC. That's that not a give me game. A win's right. a win. If we win by a point on Sunday, I'm happy. A win's a win. So I, that that's kind of my question. I think that's where John's going is I'm hearing a lot of we started this segment out talking about a five and O Eagles team. Yes, I think everyone should be happy that we're five and O and not O and five or or uh four and one or one and four. But like it given what we've seen, the product that has been out on the field, and knowing what the next seven weeks are in store for this football team, do we feel good about where we are? Yeah. I mean, because you can't be better than five and up. I mean, if we're sitting here four and one or three and two, it's like, oh, well, we gave the game away. We gave no games away. Could we be playing better? Yes, but it's a 17 week season. We got young guys getting mixed in all, you know, we got on, on defense. I mean, look about it. We have, we have a, a slot corner. We signed on Wednesday who came in and did an okay job on Cooper cup. The second half, we have a second year safety starting Blankenship. We have, you know, but again, that part of it's on Howie that this is a team he wanted to roll with. 
that he didn't prioritize linebackers. So we got guys like Nick Morrow who dropped interceptions and can't pick up fumbles. To John's point, that will matter against San Fran. If you don't get an interception when you can, you can't expect to, you know, just walk away from that or Buffalo or Kansas City like. And I think so. No, so no one here is concerned. Again, we said the Jets are is not a gimme game. They're not a gimme team. We get that. But the next week, Dolphins, Dolphins. Eagles. We feel good about beating the Dolphins. I mean, I I think so. I mean, the Dolphins are another one of those teams that. You know, John wants to say like the, you know, John said that the Eagles are up and down. I mean, the Dolphins are another team that one week they looks like they look like they're playing a different fucking sport. Okay. So then the next week we are, we play the commanders again at the commanders. I mean, feel good about them. They, they play us tough every year. They, they play, play they us, beat us last year. I Washington mean. plays us tough all the time. So, uh-huh. so we feel, so that's a W. We I'm not playing WL on any of these. I, I'll, talk to me after the Dolphins game. I'll tell you how I feel. Yeah, because it doesn't get any. So the Cowboys after that, the Chiefs after that, the Bills after that, the Niners after that, then the Cowboys again. I mean, that, after the bye, you're you're like, listen, after the bye, if you can split, you know, the, the problem that I have is. Sorry. Sorry. I was going to say, I agree. Like, we're going to lose games. Like, we're not going to say we're going 17 and 0. No, but, but, but. What is important, and as we've seen the last two times we've been in the playoffs, uh, Super Bowl wise, or gotten the Super Bowl into the playoffs, was having that first round bye. I'm not saying that not having it doesn't make a path towards that mountaintop, but it sure as hell helps. And when you have the Chiefs, the Bills, the Niners, who else was in there? I don't forget who else, but even those four playing the Cowboys, like. You you have to wonder like is there another is there another road to travel um, when we get into the playoffs and that's the only thing that I look I'm trying to look look a little bit forward to like listen I get it we're five and zero that's great we're beating the teams we should be beating and as a seasoned Eagles fan I think everyone here is kind of surprised how well we've been playing in the Nick Sirianni era I think we all can agree with that mm-hmm. um, we're not used to starting five and zero. We certainly we're we're used to starting two and three, you know, maybe a four and one in a good season, or sometimes you know we're we're one and four or whatnot. And and laying an egg against a team that like we should yeah. beat. Yeah, a team you like the Titans. You'd be supposed to beat the Titans, but you lose. It's like come on, now we, we always have those games, and we're gonna have one or two hopefully this year. But you know, watching the games, and I and listen, I feel good about the offense because uh, just going into the season and not a lot of it changed. I'm really impressed with the offensive line. I'm impressed with the running backs um, or the running back, I guess we should talk about, but the defense has always been an issue and I'm not as comfortable as I've been. I've never been Jim Schwartz. I wasn't comfortable with. He won a Super Bowl, So he called me a liar, but this defense to me is, is holy is very holy. And I don't know how to fix it. I don't think it's fixable. I think we're kind of like what Bill just said. This is the team we're rolling with. Yeah, we can fill in a slot corner. Nakobe Dean's coming back, but other than that, like you're rolling with these guys. There, you know, Troy Palmolo isn't coming in here. You know, Justin Simmons isn't coming in here. Uh, you know, Jeremy Chin isn't coming in here. I'm sorry. Um, so I just I'm just concerned about it. Five and zero, oh, great golf clap. But after the fucking bye week, um, the 
shit show. You know, John, when you were just rattled off those teams again, the one thing, and you talked about home field advantage, the one thing we definitely have in our court going for us is only one of those games is a tiebreaker game for home field advantage. Only one. Niners. Niners. Yeah. So, like, that's while while it's a rough schedule, it could be a lot worse if if those heavy hitters were NFC teams. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the good thing also is we're two up on the we're already two games up on the Cowboys. That's it. Which is huge. It's huge. Uh, we're we're two games up on them, and we're tied for the only other undefeated team in the NFC. So you know we'll see what happens, and we're gonna have some tough games, and we'll we'll go from there. But I'd much rather be playing these tough games with AFC opponents where it's not going to hurt us yeah. quite as much in a, a wild, in a in a tiebreaker for the for. I home. will say, looking at the schedule, we got to look out for the Lions sneaking in with that bye week. I mean, they're four and one right now. Their division's dog shit, and they play the AFC. They play. I mean, they play the Bucks this week. That's a tough. I mean, in Tampa, Bucks. Have a legit defense. Baker Mayfield's kind of having. I mean, I'm not trying to say he's an MVP, but Baker's got a lot of pride in Moxie. He's playing with the, with, the, with the exception of us. I mean, they're three and one the Bucks. I mean, they're not. I mean, they're not world beaters, as like said on this podcast. But they're crumb bums. But I mean, they have the Ravens next week. Who just whatever the Raiders, Chargers. And then after that, it's all division games. Except for, I mean, the Lions could go 13 and 4, 14 and 3 for all we know. Like, so to John's point, I'll go one further, John. Our last two Super Bowl appearances, one win, one loss, we had home field advantage throughout the playoffs on top of the bye week. Mm-hmm. We don't want to go to San Fran for a championship game or Detroit if we have to, you know, if they get the two. Like, we want to play a playoff game in the link. Make that other team travel and deal with that bullshit. So I do agree with you there that. This schedule is set up for some losses. I mean, we never, as far as I know, maybe I'm wrong, we've never beat Pat Mahomes as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Eagles, I can be fact-checked. I know Carson lost to him when we went there in week two to our Super Bowl season. That was one of our only losses. We lost in that, we lost that game. I know we lost to them. Well, we're due then. It's a role big I, I, I could be wrong, but I don't think you've ever beat Pat Mahomes. And they're not a juggernaut again. I mean, they won every game by, by basically one score, but they but they have the magic man back there. He knows how to make plays when he has to. So, you know, I, I think uh, I think this is going to be really a testament of, you know, can Jalen take that next step? Because, I mean, we keep saying next step, and he has, but the next step is going through a five-week, and then don't forget, we end that gauntlet with the Seahawks. We don't play the Seahawks very well as a franchise, you know. And they're, you know, they're. I think they're what two and two, uh, three and one. I think they're three and one, um, you know. And who beat them? The Rams, you know. So it's one of those that I think I think we're a excellent team on paper, but we're playing at a very good clip right now. We're not playing excellent. I guess and, that makes sense. And also remember that game is at Seattle. What's that? Game is at Seattle. No, well. I know. And uh, we, we certainly don't play good there. I mean, I remember when Super Bowl year with Carson, we got embarrassed up there. I mean, that was five years ago. Um, but 
The yeah. only benefit to those to those games uh, that we we've the, after the bye is that the only one away is the Chiefs. Everyone else is at home. So I'll take that as a as a Philly Philly line, knowing that everyone's coming here. That's nice. Um, if you could take care of business that way, I feel better. You know, well, I feel I also feel better now that we've been talking through this. Is as the as the waters start to get a little rockier here in the schedule. Thank God we're five and out. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna need them. You know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would love to get to the bye. You know, like I think last year weren't we? Weren't we nine? We were eight and zero going in. We ended up being eight and one. We lost. We lost eight nine to the to the Redskins. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. We lost to. We'd love to be eight and one going into the bye. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd be happy with that. I mean, would I be feeling better? I mean, depends how we're lo- like. I would love to walk all over the Jets and just shit on them. Feel a little bit better there. The Dolphins, I think, are going to be a good matchup. I think the Dolphins are going to be the best. I think team. I think play. that's. I think that's where yeah. we get our first loss. I just have a feeling. I don't think so. Actually, it's a prime time game, and it's in Philly, and, and it's a throwback and- game. <laughs> It is. It's Kelly Green game. It's the first Kelly, Kelly Green game. I know. I just Kelly Green might be a might be a. Uh, a I don't have a good feeling. And, and again, let's just put it in the universe. Jalen Carter, defensive defensive rookie of the year, because he is a fucking monster. All I know is is that Miami played one good team this year in Buffalo and lost by more than three touchdowns. And I'm not trying to say it's apples to apples. My point is, any given Sunday. But Tua has a little bit of the Kirk Cousins that when it's a big game, big time, time to step up. It's easy beating up on the Giants. It's easy, it's easy beating up, you know, on you know, on uh, Broncos. Broncos. I mean, it is. It's and and not to mention Ashane's out for a couple of weeks now. You're not going to see Ashane. He's hurt. So now they're down to Mostert. I mean, I'm not trying to be like yay injuries. Tyreek Hill is going to have well, at least one 60-yard touchdown. Puppy Waddle, one of them is going to go off on us. But the reality is, is they're not going to be able to run on us. So now that makes them one-dimensional. And I'll take my D-line against Miami's O-line and Tua. Yeah, and Tua's fragile. Tua is. And he is. And, and, and like I said, Buffalo didn't have their start, the best cornerback. Now, again, it's a division game on the road. Division games always are a little different. You know, you, you know the team very well. It's, it's whatever. They lost that game 48 to 20. Like, they got embarrassed. Embarrassed. And I personally feel we're a better team than Buffalo on both sides of the ball. And again, it's not the NFL. I mean, nobody saw, uh, you know, the Bengals being two and three. But, but that's why it's just the first month, month and a half, it's just hard. But looking at the 49ers schedule, they don't have a cakewalk. They gotta they gotta play Seattle twice. They gotta play the Bengals. They gotta play the Ravens. They played the Browns this week. Browns arguably had the best defense in football. I mean, I mean, people are talking about like you know Jim Schwartz had that team revitalized. Go Schwartzy. I mean, he's got he's got hardware. Gives up 38 in the Super Bowl, but yeah, we won it or 35, whatever. But um, and, I think the and, Dolphins. I'm sorry, Bill. I was going to say, Sam Fran, let's just be real. Debo has never played a full season in his career. Purdy hasn't. Short, short, uh, you know, you know, window of, uh, you know, opportunity. It's only year two for him. Their own line getting a little banged up. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, again, I'm not trying to hope for injuries. I want to beat the best of the best. But part of football is being tough and durable. And I don't know. I mean, week 13 circle on, circle on the calendar, but who knows what the teams look like at that point. I mean, that's two months away. So uh, as we're talking more, I'm actually more excited about this Eagles team being 5-0 and because, look, if you look at some of the games last year, look, I mean, we beat the Colts by a point, Texans by a touchdown. We beat the Cardinals by a field goal, the shitty Cardinals. Like, this is the NFL, man. These guys are paying millions of dollars to play football on a Sunday. I mean, the Cardinals beat the Cowboys, for gosh sakes. I mean, the Cowboys maybe are getting exposed a little bit, but they embarrassed the Cowboys. Uh, so, I mean. What's the, the old saying, Bill? What's the old saying when it comes to football? Just win, baby. <laughs> that, that, well, that one too. Yep. But any, any given, given Sunday, Sunday, any, given, <laughs> any Sunday. given Sunday. So I'll take, I don't care if we win 23, 22 against the jets. I won't be happy about it. Not, I, don't, I don't want that to be the score, but I just want to be six to know after Sunday. And I'm happy. The dolphins wide receiving core is probably the best wide receivers. We're going to see this season tandem. Next that, to San Fran, AU can be AU's legit. Well, that's 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 Total why I'm a there. little concerned because uh, uh, given how our secondary has has been against that receiving core, I it's just I don't know. Here's a question I, though for you guys, and I'm being serious. This past Sunday, because Seth Jordan talked about it, and he we all know Seth's very critical, but he he does that a love. He's like a, a you know, yeah, um, he's a tough dad. love. He's a tough love. He's a he tough was, dad. He was commending Sean Desai and the Eagles secondary for making massive adjustments on Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. And he said, oh, Puka Nakua. Nakua torches everybody this year. He torched San Fran for yeah. 100 yards and a touchdown. Like, to Jesse's point, <laughs> we made they a gun in the second rounds. half and shut them out. I mean, what did Cup do? Cup did nothing in the second half. Granted, his first game back, he needs to get his likes. I'm not trying to discredit that. But to, to this point, it's Puka single-handedly almost beat San Fran. I mean, he had like 14 catches that game. He chewed them up. We shut him down in the second half. I mean, that's kind of where my head goes with this a little bit. Like with Jesse, it's like these guys are getting real-time experience. And I feel like we have the horses on both sides of the ball – we need to see the coaches to make sure they can see the game. Right, they're put to put these guys sounds corny. They always say it, but make sure they're put in the best positions to win. And well, Bill, the only thing I want to argue with you is that looking at the stats for last game, Cooper Cup eight receptions, 118 yards, no touchdowns. Puka seven receptions, 71 yards, and one touchdown. But if you look at that, John, and Cooper hold on a second. Had- had five for 55 on the first drive, John. Okay. You take that first drive away, what does he have? 60-some. And three catches the rest of the game. I'll take that all day. I, 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 you tell me that, like, and that's what I'm saying. It's And that was Brad, Bradley. Also Rose, coming off injury. Bradley, Bradley, because Cooper played the slot mainly that game. And now Bradley Roby's been an eagle for, and they said today, He's not in football shape yet. And the goal is to get him in football shape by Miami game to chase around. Cooper cup was probably not in shape either, but no, I agree. I shut down corners. My whole thing. It's not, you know, it's not like Tyree kill Tyree kill right now. Probably the best receiver in football. I mean, he's literally, he's a video game. He's a video game. He's gone. 
He's he literally gone. I mean, he's a, I mean, he's a cheetah for a reason. We got nobody that can catch him. <laughs> so, I mean, but I think to one of our strengths, though, on defense is the way we play. And this is where I will say with Manning, but we play the give him seven yards, not 70 yards defense. And that frustrates the hell out of Tyreek Hill. He wants to go big all the time. But again, you know, that's why it's going to be a great game. I'm not going to, you know, we'll get to that prediction next episode. I don't want to get ahead of it, but I'm not saying we're going to win that game 40 to 20, but I, I definitely think one of the things that I hear people talking about it today, Ryan Rosillo, um, on the ringer, shout out, uh, brother, um, says the thing about the Eagles that's most impressive. Yes, like we've been saying, San Fran looks like the best team in the NFL, but why the Eagles are the most intimidating team in the NFL is we can beat you any way we feel that we need to. He said, like, watching them shift off the passing game the last two weeks and just dominate both lines of scrimmage and just control the clock, he's like, that's big boy football, and you can't coach against big boy football. And that's one thing I do like. We're not like – like, Miami's a flashy team, like, speed and trickery and deception. We're line up, knuckle up, sack up, pussy. We're going to come – we're going to run the ball between the guard and center, try to stop us. And, then, and nobody has yet. I'm not trying to say we played the 86 Bears on defense yet, but, you know, Jets would be a good test to that. But Miami's not an elite defense, so they don't scare me. You know, Kansas State's not an elite defense. I mean, we will run it, you know, some guys. I mean, Buffalo, this past week, lost Matt Milano, their starting linebacker for the year. They lost Terrell Edmonds, their best safety, a cornerback for the year. And they lost their best defensive lineman for the year. Forget his fucking name. They lost three all pro starters this past week and this past week. Uh, two, well, no, Edmonds was two weeks ago. Milano and the D lineman was this week in London. And again, I'm not trying to be whatever, but like, I don't know. The Eagles just knock on wood, find some wood real quick. Well, that's why we're, that's why we will have our popcorn popped, our, our beers topped off, ready to go, sitting down and tuning in to every game. Yeah, it's not. I, I think for me, my my vote is this team is legit again. Early, yeah. early synopsis. Yeah. I don't think schools both rank thirty first in offensive pass play percentage. So, so John, got to got fix that. your vote is your vote is fool's gold or legit, given what you've seen. Quote Denny Green, John. So, so I will say this. We're winning the games that we should at this point, but it's hard to tell based on teams that I think are good that we haven't, we haven't really played real good competition yet. So I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm excited, but I'm hesitant because I know the reality of being rank 31st and 18th and whatever defensive statistics. Like there, there's holes that we can see that we're all talking about. We're all talking about the defense. We're not concerned about the offense or scoring points, but when the rubber hits the road and when you go to the Super Bowl like we did last year and you give up 30 some points, ergo 2017 and you give up 30 some points, it's not going to, it's going to be a tough game to win. And thankfully, we were able to do it in 2017. Unfortunately, we weren't able to do it last year. And I think part of the problem is you just give up way too many points. And 
if we always talk about how this team can get better and I don't want to relive the past and argue about what we did on the off season, but you basically have the same defense minus some really good players. And we're kind of, I think we're okay, but I don't know if okay is going to get us over the mountaintop. Uh, okay, I can only- up against the Colts. I mean, the Chiefs, I wasn't good enough against the, you know, best quarterback. I will give you one stat. Since it's that fit one stat. And then we're, and then we got to get to Jesse and wrap this up. Fair enough. Eagles, Fifth in NFL points per game, twenty-eight point two. It's a pretty good stat. Jesse, I think we know. I think we know where your head's at. Um, go Burks. Too legit. Too legit. Too legit to quit. So, I'm. I'm somewhere in the middle. Come on board, Matt. I I don't know. I'm somewhere in the middle. I, I'm always a glass half. I'm um, always a glass half full kind of guy. So I wanna, I wanna believe that the that the Eagles are legit, but they've got, they've got, they still have a lot of work to do. But um, hopefully by the next time we hit this record button, uh, the the Phillies are looking at an NLCS series, and the Birds have one more are six and out. So for myself, Metal Matt, Big John Stud. The J-Lo, Wild Bill, be good. Go Birds!